are live. Eric Butler, we are live. This is real. Welcome back to Unauthorized Opinions, uopod.com. Like, share, subscribe. It's pure propaganda and it's super cringe, by the way. An unopened can of orange soda just chilling in the parking lot. I was like, yeah, I got to vote for Trump, dude. It's great here. A lot of fat chicks and a lot of screaming. <laughs> Your podcast f- sucks. It's mental, mate. It's mental, mate. Oh, it's mental, mate. Eric Butler. How art thou? All right, we made it. Um, yeah, living the dream, bro. As forgot, you know, forgot to go full white trash today. Makes everything blue. Summer's over, white boy. Summer's over, bro. It's actually very hot this week here for some reason. I would wager in the mid eighties, and so- um. Canadian summer, Indian summer. Remember, we used to say Indian summer. I don't think you can say that anymore. Did people used to say that? We used to say an Indian rug burn is when you twist a person's wrist and make it hurt really. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. But Indian summer was something actually very specific to the Bay Area because it typically would be warmer in like late September and October than it was all summer. So back when I was a kid, they used to call it Indian summer, which is just funny because we now know that as the hall monitor, as HR of the entire country, California is, is, (laughs) uh, you know, walking back all of their old slang. Um, But yes, sure, they should. Yeah, we just had Eric here in the Great White North. I think we had it on Friday or something. Truth and Reconciliation Day, which is feel bad for Natives Day. Uh, Nobody cares about it. You're supposed to wear orange for some reason. I was watching baseball, the Blue Jays game, and all the broadcasters had orange T-shirts on. I would wager 30 people in the crowd had orange T-shirts on. Red. I don't. That sounds racialized to me. Can't confirm nor deny. But the great thing about it, it's not even a holiday. So they just made up this day for no reason. And then last year, when Justin Trudeau declared it a super important day, he went surfing on the same day. So we all know he doesn't care about natives, but this whole like everybody's mean, the everybody's mean thing lives on is what I'm saying in Canada. And there's no escaping it from holiday to holiday. I'm sure something bad's coming for Thanksgiving this year especially because Trudeau is trying to burn the house down before he leaves. Um, can I just say, I don't know what, what stories you got lined up. I think we, uh, I think I'm hoping that you have downloaded and have prepared the Pablo Tori clip. Did you look at that one? Yes. Please tell me you looked at that. Okay. Yes, of course. That, I got to um, look at that. That's actually more triggering than being in the Bay area, which is saying a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of things to get to with that guy's clip we've got. So he's some sort of Vivek supervillain. He's a different kind of Asian. We've got um, a lot of, uh, not a lot, some activism to get to. Some Let's push that down the line, the uh, child-affirming care. Let's push that down a, a bit for, in the line for monetization purposes. We've got this congresswoman going on a rant about how Joe Biden is a great father. We've got some fat activists, and we've got some loving, caring, just overall loving and caring for children in the form of gender-affirming care, Eric. So we can get to, unless there's anything else to update from the wonderful land of California. Well, I think, um, look, I, I, I feel like I say this every week, but I will legitimately work on it, maybe getting a little bit more prepared, but I would like to, if you have, I mean... Where, where would you like to start? Because I think the clip that I sent you that you posted to Twitter, I think is um, I think we should review that. I think it's very telling. I think it's worse than people are even. I mean, right. We hear the you know, the Fox Republicans and the boomers and all this stuff talk about California um, and they're not wrong. But what's happening is worse than most people, I believe, can even imagine. Right. Like people are still putting people are still sugarcoating it. Um and not realizing i mean it's it's over there it is oakland yeah i think when you see something like this you're just like well this is a junkyard and then you see the tents of people and then wasn't there a thing in oakland where they were clearing out all the garbage and activists and homeless people were upset weren't they doing that a few months ago 
I believe that was in San Francisco. I could be okay. wrong. It, it's probably happening in both. I mean, we're talking about a 20 minute drive, depending on, I mean, it's not, it's not far apart. Um, but what's happening here is a, you can look at that and no, nobody's going to clean that up. Nobody can be paid enough to clean that up. That is not going anywhere. I mean, how, how would you, how would you even start to sell somebody on, Hey, we got this job for you, right? Like that's going nowhere. And you go to San Francisco and you see, um, what most people, I mean, the tenderloin, I don't know if everybody's familiar with it. It's just literally the most disgusting open air drug market, possibly in all of California, very likely in all of California. And they have these banners that say the transgender district. So think about that, right? Like that's something like we, we talk about the transformers every week, but they're putting banners up on street lights, you know, flags up on poles that say the transgender district. And I think what they're doing is that is a, that is a shield, right? So while there's junkies and tents and people literally decaying, slumped over, dying on the street, the flag says transgender district, which now gives you um, which now gives you a shield, right? Like, oh, well, we can't talk about it now because you're going to because obviously it's going to get into life and death. And so they, you see what I'm saying is like they wrap mm -hmm. these things up into one. So the most disgusting open air drug market in all of San Francisco that has retail businesses fleeing the city is is also the transgender district. So it's just OK. Like, again, to bring it full circle, like the old family guy meme. OK, we'll do whatever you want then. So uh, incredibly triggering. And um, I could go on this for all day or, or for many hours. So we'll get to whatever you have planned. But I think I, I, I was under the impression I in my head, we really needed to review that clip because I took that just on a whim. I didn't go out and say, like, oh, this is going to be an expose. I was just driving around and I had to pull over to document one of the most discussed. No, easily. What am I talking about? Easily the most disgusting piles of trash I've ever seen. And that comes second to one I saw in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, many years ago. Well, another reason I think for naming it that is, oh, it's just another district. It's Chinatown. It's the uh, Hell's Kitchen, Broadway. It's just another district. It's just a trend, which is wild that they're, you think you could start naming districts after predominant sexualities or perversions. This is the BDSM district. This is the guy who likes to walk, be walked around on a leash district. And this over here is the uh, short, stocky woman with a mullet district, Eric. So <laughs> we can go wherever we'd like. But yes, it is a shield to say, how can you have a problem with that district? How can you want to change it? Because as soon as somebody says, we're going to clean this up, we want to put businesses here. They want to gentrify. Of course, they're picking on the transgender district. This is where we're safe and where we call home. And you're going to kill. It's going to kill us if you don't don't do what we say. Which and, is always and I don't know. Well, of course, always life and death. Um, yes. And I don't know if this is good or bad. <laughs> oh, by the way, we do have a new sponsor of the show. We'll get to them in a little bit. Um, it's not Tim Hortons. They you well, you need to blur that. They need to cut the check. Um, That's not happening. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're not. Pay, they're not cutting any checks. Well, then stop. The Tim Hortons their... signed us for a year now. Yeah, the the Bieber changes are coming, Eric. Don't worry. Um. Now, now I forgot what I was going to say. It was about San Francisco. I forget. You you threw me off. Uh, Unbelievable, Andrew. All right. Moving on. I, it, it will come back to me, and I will interrupt immediately when it does. The Vivek story has gone on too long, I guess. Even though, obviously, he's not going to win. They probably think he's going to be a vice presidential candidate, if not the pick. I hope it's not Nikki Haley. Of the candidates, I would say he's the only one that I would be okay. Like, obviously, Chris Christie, I, that would be insane. He's just he would just die from the access to the food that he would get at the White House. Obviously, in a perfect world, I think probably DeSantis, but I don't, I don't trust him as much as I think I trust Vivek. Anyways, Vivek, they've rolled out an arch enemy of his. He appears to be an East Asian guy, he says he went to college with him. And that's about it. Is is Eric, does this guy have any other credentials other than he went to college? Like, why did they roll him out? Is it just yeah, anybody okay, else? Okay, so this is what's uh, really disappointing to me is that if I'm not mistaken, and, you know, we could be the guys to do the live Google search or be more prepared, 
but he used to be on Pardon the Interruption. This was a sports guy. Oh. This was a sports guy who was supposed to be completely apolitical, and he's obviously, you know, somebody somewhere has backed up the the truck full of money to his apartment or to his condo or to his house or wherever he's at, and probably in D.C. or New York or something, and he's like, I'm going to toe the line. And then, have you seen, did you watch the clip yet? Mm-hmm. And he jokingly yeah, says, have. and this is what they do, and, and you can play it after this, but he jokingly says, as, as an agent of the deep state here to ruin his campaign, yeah. so, so it's a joke, right? Like, And that way, they can tell you that, oh, these people are crazy. They're conspiracy theorists. It's like, what he's, all, he spins this 60-second clip or 90 seconds or whatever it is saying that Vivek is a ridiculous human being and gives nothing else except for We'll, we'll just let it play and then we'll. Vivek and I were not friends, but Vivek and I were in class together. So you, don't so you know knew him. him. So for 20 no. years, I've been making jokes about. No, he doesn't. That's a weird thing. We weren't friends, but we were in class together. So you knew him? No. So you didn't know him. You just. And, but then he says, for 20 years, I've been making jokes. No, you weren't. You, this has been a <laughs> week or two. You you started this to, as as an agent of the deep state which makes me a crazy person apparently but you have not been making jokes about vivek at least quite obviously not publicly do we really think for one split second and we've only gotten five seconds into this clip that <laughs> this guy's been talking about vivek to his circle of friends for the last 20 years since they left college absolutely not he is a and, and again this man used to i remember him from I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, 2013, 2014, literally just talking sports on, I believe it was Pardon the Interruption, or or not Pardon the Interruption, sorry, um, Around the Horn, I believe, Mm -hmm. Around the Horn. Around the Horn, the worst grandson of PTI. Exactly, exactly. About that guy from school, that guy, Stephanie, is a, there's a taxonomy to that guy, right? That guy to me is the guy who always raised his hand in class. Not a sin in and of itself, but that guy is somebody who is both insanely ambitious and insanely image conscious, but also totally numb to the idea that everyone around them is cringing. And so Vivek, in lecture of our moral philosophy class, hundreds of kids would raise his hand, and every time he raised his hand, he would do it in a specific way that I remember because it was in the shape of a V. And look, I'm not here to be a psychoanalyst. In the shape of a V for his name? He would raise his hand in the shape of a V, and it was like he was shining his own bat signal for terrible libertarian takes as a freshman in college. How would professors take to him? He was also useful because he was the contrarian. And so I just want to make clear, like, as a tool of the deep state here to undermine his campaign, um, I have been instructed to remind people that the dude has been ridiculous for 20 years. Part of what's so absurd about him and why I cringe watching him is not because of his specific policy positions, although they are often absurd, not because he says that climate change and the climate change agenda is a lie, which Mm. is, of course, absurd. It's because the dude is doing Obama karaoke in front of everybody and daring you to think that, okay, this is what a smart person looks like. And it's what an extreme ridiculous person looks like. So I'll go first. The guy is yelling, bro. Why are you yelling? You can hear the echo of your screams in the studio. Secondly, showing your card a little too much by saying it's ridiculous to say climate change, blah, blah, blah. So you want people to believe you. You want people to who like Vivek, who are most likely right wingers, even far right to believe you. Yeah, you're saying one of his viewpoints is absolutely ridiculous. And my viewpoint of it is extremely far left in that you can't even question it. And like, what is this guy, a people expert on Vivek Ramaswamy because he had classes with him? Yes, I get that he was probably a nerd. Yeah, but th- your backup for this is that he answered a lot of questions. And when he raised his hand, it was in a V shape. Like, so specifically, he you're claiming he did it like this. So it was a V or did he do it like, did he do a peace sign? Did he do Spock? Like, other than this, it just raising your hand so they bring this guy out to scream about vivek and the best he can do is how he raises his hand and him saying that he's a crazy person because he doesn't believe in the climate agenda which is inherently left wing in the fact that all the people benefiting benefiting from it are known left wingers al gore for example and he just wants you to be like oh i'm i just know him how could anybody, this is what a fake person, a, a crazy person sounds like, but I'm going to go after, I'm going to go on 
MSNBC and say climate change, his position on climate change is a ridiculous take, and also that he raised his hand in the shape of a V in a weird form of self-idolization. But believe me, I'm the sane person for coming out with it like two weeks before. Maybe the benefit of the doubt is that they just found him and he has been making fun of a pharmaceutical tech entrepreneur for 20 years for some reason because he's jealous of his success. I would imagine that would have to be the only way. But then he's just like, I'm going to come on here and be like, this guy's insane, but I'm on MSNBC for a reason and not any other channel or not any other podcasts. Believe me. Believe how bipartisan i am eric yeah so first uh, there's a weird thing in there where if you notice stephanie rule the host of the show who is obviously a leftist shill hack establishment loser but you see she's got like her hand her fist on her chin like she's just so enthralled like he's about to just drop (laughs) these gems of knowledge like please tell me why vivek is so bad and then he obviously can't tell you now me and you could have a problem with Vivek and articulate maybe why you might trust him or might not trust him, I should say. And you can have a number of guys like Anomaly who might uh, articulate in some way, shape or form why they don't like him. But his theory there, yes, the V shape. And then he just says Vivek is oblivious to the fact that people around him around him are cringing, which means nothing. Right. No. Like it. OK, so. What he's saying there is when I was around Vivek, if this is even true, it's highly likely that it's not even true. 20 years ago, he wasn't thinking about how cringe Vivek was. Maybe Vivek was the guy who, you know, would ask a question right before the class changes or whatever. But we're talking about college. We're not even talking about high school. So it's a completely different ballgame. So giving him the benefit of the doubt and saying that these stories are even true. There's you're 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 mad at him because he was cringe so if what you're saying is true you were in the classroom and your only evidence is that you didn't like what he was saying you can't speak for anybody else as as successful as this pablo guy is vivek is obviously light years ahead of him and then at the end for him to say this is what an extreme ridiculous person looks like he does he's not giving you anything he's just giving you his opinion on a guy that that he doesn't like Like you mentioned, saying he doesn't believe in climate change like this is an I mean, the phrase extreme ridiculous person doesn't mean anything. Right. Like Drake could be an extreme ridiculous person. He's extremely rich. (laughs) He's ridiculously in his feelings. None of this means anything. And she's just she's just sitting there gobbling it up like this is all based in some sort of fact. And it's obviously meant to steer people clear of Vivek. And I got I got into it into a little comment thread there because I jokingly said, and I do this on left wing and right wing accounts because the right wing, the, when the right wing gets really angry, when you say like, I love Chris Christie. And then they sort of short circuit, <laughs> and like, you know, they, yeah. they don't understand. So, but, but so I, I asked, I said, who are we backing? Right. Like, I just say like, who can you tell me like, what's, what's approved? Like, what can I like? Obviously you don't like Vivek because he's ridiculous. You clearly don't like Trump. You, I mean, who who is okay? Is it is it Joe Biden? Are we still going with Joe Biden? Are we going with Gavin Newsom? Like, who is it okay for me to like? And they immediately jumped down my throat, like, you should decide for yourself. And I'm like, well, Oh, okay. Last time I decided for myself, you guys got really angry. So I'm just I want to understand the narrative. <laughs> I, I try to give them a chance to explain why anybody would get on their team, but it's very clear that the main prerequisite for joining that cult is to not ask any questions, just blindly do it. Whatever we say today is what goes. We're not taking questions. We're not going to explain to you why it might be Joe Biden or why it might be Gavin Newsom or why it might be Kamala Harris. We're not going to explain that. Just do it. And they paint a clear picture of, you could go in there wholeheartedly genuine as somebody as a, as a foreigner, as a weirdo Canadian who knows nothing about American politics and say, please help me understand what I should know about these guys. And they will jump down your throat because questions are not on the table and all of that. It right. So, and, and hit the point he's proving is that I just don't like this guy because he's extremely ridiculous. Case closed. Don't, I'm not going to tell you why I'm not going to tell you what ridiculous means. I'm not going to tell you what cringe means. I'm not going to tell you what any of it means. Just know that we had a class together 20 years ago and he was a nerd in that class. It's 
insane. If I was to think of people that I didn't like from college when I went to radio school way back in the day when I was 18, so last week, <laughs> and I can think of the biggest nerds that annoyed me, my reasons would be kind of like that, where they try to answer every question, they don't get along with anybody, they think they're way better than they are, that sort of stuff, but that doesn't prove their political points wrong. If we're talking about a political person who's trying to run for president or is running for president, me not liking them does not prove their political points wrong. He can say his stance on climate change is ridiculous, and that's fine if you believe that. You, you're you're going to need to explain that, what he said and what how you were. They're not that. going to explain it. That's the exactly catch. because this is the only this is the only special thing this guy has. He went to school with him, so he has to stick with what does he know that anybody else doesn't know, and that's that he's a crazy person who did a Vulcan hand Vulcan death grip symbol when he raised his hand. The other thing, Eric, is that this is the culture that they foster, the online culture that the left wing fosters. Like you said, you can't ask any questions and we got to hate you. We all want to become rich, famous people. But if, if you do, we also want to tear you down so that I can be in your position. That's that is what goes through the bloodline of all people across the board in left wing Hollywood culture, you know. Drake gets to the top. We need to find his illegitimate kid that he, you know, that he didn't like or whatever. Whomever it is, Vivek, whoever it is, you get to the top. I'm going to have to tear you down because I want the fame. And that's what happens in education. There's too many people I don't like in education. You guys are racist. You guys need to give money to diversity initiatives and everything so that I get I get money and I get power. It's all about the person wanting to have more money and power like this guy does. And it can't be done on his own merits. It has to be done by tearing somebody else down. So if he wants to have a podcast like this one or a sports show, which I'm sure he has of his own, and say this guy sucks and everything, that's more applicable in sports because it is entirely a spectator sport in terms of either you're in the sport or you're commenting on it. There's no in between. But if he's going to jump into the realm of politics and say Vivek sucks, I would imagine if he went on a sports show and he said, LeBron James sucks, and not just because of his politics, but because of his rebounds per game or his turnovers or anything. You're going to have to do that in politics, too. You're going to have to say Vivek's rebounds per games aren't high enough for him to be president. You see what I'm saying? Whereas you, you just come in here and you're just like, I'm an empty vessel for you, MSNBC. MSNBC. I will just say guy bad. In this case, it's brown guy bad instead of orange man bad. And I don't have to give any reason at all. It's just that he's mean. Isn't it that this just another form of he's mean? I don't like him and he's a nerd, basically, even yeah. though well, that's he, supposed not... to be the thing that they are against. They're supposed to be against bullying. They're supposed to be against picking on people. They're supposed to be a pro Indian men in academics and in sciences. And then what do they find? They find a different uh, POC, even though I hate the term, to come in and tear this other guy down based on nothing. Well, he's not even they're not even saying he's being mean. He's literally just pulling out random character traits from 20 years ago. It's all completely insane. And what's super dark about this is that, yes, this guy, I know. I mean, I'm not a fan of him. I never like watched his show or listened to his podcast, but I do remember him being on. I believe it was around the horn. I we can Google search. He was he was it was sports. So what mm -hmm. happened? What happened between, you know, his height of fame on on around the horn in 2014 or whatever it might be till now to where he gets the call from MSNBC to say, hey, I mean, how did that happen? Like, he did, did he message somebody? And say, but but did he say, hey, uh, I I went to school with Vivek. Like, how did that conversation even start? Like, hey, we need somebody to tear this guy down. We maybe don't want it to be this white woman because, you know, maybe that's maybe that's a bridge too far, even for us to have a, a white person tearing down a, a brown person that we're supposed to love, even though it's painfully obvious that it's not no longer about race. Right. Um, so how did that even start? And then, we, you know, when you ask the people in the like. It, it's it, it's obviously two things are happening. You could go to the hood in Flatbush, Brooklyn. You can go to the hood in San Francisco or even, or even Oakland, California. And eight out of 10 people, maybe even nine out of 10 people, just regular Americans, black Americans for the most part will be like, yeah, this isn't really adding up, but somehow, some way it's, it's the Tory types. It's the MSNBC types. It's the, 
it's the I mean, to state the obvious, it's the white liberals who are continue continuing to push their narrative, pretending that black people are on board with trans transgender stuff for the most part, pretending that black people love Joe Biden. None of that is true. And this is what makes it painfully obvious when you just ask, ask the commenters to to ask the commenters to explain why I should get on board with this and they can't do it. Character assassination has been the name of the game for the left wing for I, I'm guessing since the the beginning of time. And they can't explain away anything else, so they go for character assassination. Trump, Kavanaugh, uh, Clarence Thomas, Ron DeSantis, oh, Harry Lake, anybody yeah. who it is. But if that was to happen the other way, they would just say sexist, racist, homophobe, anything they can. So it, the bullying is only allowed to work one way. If I go on a channel on Fox or something and say, you know, Joe Biden was fit with friends with people in the Ku Klux Klan. He was fr- friends with segregationists. He's lied about marching and being part of civil rights movements. He's lied about this, that, and the other. They would say, oh, this guy is just, you know, on right-wing crazy news network, lying about the president, blah, blah, blah. Even though everything I just said was true, the bullying against them is bullying and an Easternobic. <laughs> but the other way, it's just... It's just what yes. the, it's just the truth. It's allowed. Yeah. So deserve. so let me ask you this: Is it is it better or worse? And look, we have a small sample size. I can't remotely pretend to have talked to thousands of people, millions of people, nothing like that. But in a small sample size, I've come across people, even in the state of California, that are hip to what's happening, and they see the political uh, shenanigans, and they see the corruption, and they see all that. Is it good that people are waking up to that, or is it bad because people are waking up to that and the establishment is not going to go away? They're not going to, again, for the 100th time, the people who are in, quote-unquote, in control right now are not going to say, we've been outvoted this time. (laughs) It's not, that's not going to happen. They're not going to say, hey, you know what, we gave it a good try, but people didn't like our policies, we're going to go back to the drawing board and come up with some ideas that people like. That's not going to happen. So is it good that people are getting hip to it or is it even darker that people are getting hip to it and nothing is still going to change? I think it's both. I think people have to be hip to it, if you will, but they also have to stand up and say something. The fear, and I was talking about this with someone the other day, the fear of looking bad. And I saw a clip of Vince McMahon saying the problem with millennials in just wrestling is that they have a fear of failure and that they'll be exposed. This is some sort of weird mentality that uh, women have in our generation and the entirety of Gen Z has where, you know, the Internet lives forever. Yes. But do people actually care about you? And the answer is no. I don't see, Eric, why. The average person, let's say you're a 35 year old middle American who works at a grocery store, whatever job you want it to be, why you need to have an online personality, why you need to have a presence, why you need to have a persona. It's this weird feeling that everybody is. I'm just one step away from fame and fortune. This next post goes viral. I'm going to be a billionaire. You know what I mean? I'm going to be asked to be on all these shows. This is this weird mentality people have where they don't want to stand up. What was going to happen to restaurants who are going to be forcibly closed if they said we're staying open, what was going to happen? Your options were stay closed, have no business, go bankrupt. Option two, stay open, fight for it. You lose, you go bankrupt anyways. The difference between those two is you're not stepping out from the crowd. And well, that's it's also some... funny that uh, uh, the, 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 the henchmen, the authorities will show up and shut down a business, but they won't show up when you call the cops after your car gets broken into or after you get robbed. They'll write you a parking ticket if you park illegally for 10 minutes. But if somebody if somebody strong arms you out of your iPhone, which they won't even be able to use, the cops aren't coming. Right. So it's very it's very clear who the cops work for. And you can talk about your your back to blue or whatever. And I, I actually talked to uh, police officers here in the last couple of days in California. And they're just regular people. They're normal people, but they're not they. They have no, they don't care. They're like, it's just a job to them. They don't, I, I, I feel like back in the day when maybe when we were young, like kids wanted to be cops and, and um, 
mm-hmm. you know, the cops, cops, even like if you watch old episodes of cops that you would see guys like driving the car, like, you know, I grew up here and I just want to help the neighborhood. It's not like that anymore. This is just like a job. They're, they're glorified security guards. They're not going to do anything. They're not going to stand up to anybody. If ma- if the mayor of San Francisco says shut down that business, they will go shut down <laughs> that business. But if a man calls and say, uh, my car, I just got carjacked. They'll be like, eh. <laughs> Well, this makes me think of this clip of this Jasmine Crockett girl and, you know, they're going to, she, it's, it's just sad to watch. So this girl comes up, she's a, what they call a freshman Congresswoman. She just got, she's two years in or has two years left. However, this is the first time she's from Texas, Democrat in Texas. So obviously she probably had to, had to fight to get that position because they really want Texas to turn purple and then blue, right? So you can watch this girl's clip here and and it's so obvious how she's trying to get a clip and not just in any, you know, not in the sense where maybe Nancy Pelosi would get a clip or Jim Jordan would get a clip or Ted Cruz would get a clip where they, maybe they have some information to back it up, I'm saying. And I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt of Nancy Pelosi if she's not drunk here, that she's been in there long enough, she knows what to say. But this is just a woman who says a whole bunch of crap. She goes through a list of Trump indictments, of course, no details. And it shows the very reason why they have these Trump indictments. The very reason why they have these Trump indictments is so that a girl like this in a political position of political power can say look how many indictments he has therefore he must be evil and then she goes on to say about how great joe biden is so just looking for a clip and this is the product of what is coming out of a generation of people who say they basically do pr training as their life their life is how can i be most vastly appealing and get the most views so this girl's gonna say you know i've got the trump indictments handy i'm gonna list those then I'm going to do the talking point of Joe Biden's a loving father. And then I'm going to say no evidence. You know, the only thing of those might like nothing requires further explanation. It's just all surface level arguments. So let's watch a little bit of this and we'll get your take on it. President of the United States has committed. But when we start talking about things that look like evidence, they want to act like they blind. They don't know what this is. These are our national secrets. Looks like in the shitter to me. This looks like more evidence of our national secrets, say on a stage at Mar-a-Lago. When we're talking about somebody that's committed high crimes, it's at least indictments, let's say 32 counts related to unauthorized retention of national security secrets, seven counts related to obstructing the investigation, three false statements, one count of conspiracy to defraud the United States, falsifying business records, conspiracy to defraud the United States, two counts related to efforts to obstruct the vote certification proceedings, right, one it. count stop of it, conspiracy it, to... This is, if, if you were to stop this woman and be like, okay, great, Trump... Trump's got a bunch of indictments. Can you tell me about one of them in detail, Congresswoman? What do you think she's going to say, Eric? No, obviously she's going to basically say some form of you're not allowed to question us. So <laughs> she's fl- she's flailing around. She's taking her tips from AOC and even Nancy Pelosi when she ripped up the ripped up the State of the Union speech. She's obviously being very dramatic. She's clearly wearing this wig weave thing she's she's got a louis vuitton pin on she's wearing her corruption on the outside right like this is a thousand dollar hairpiece a thousand dollar crystal encrusted louis vuitton pin screaming about indictments basically saying look at all the things we've tried to get trump on it's like dude you you're trying to pretend like it's a third, and even if there was a third party, be uh, be it the DOJ or the FBI, they're all in bed together. Quite obviously, it doesn't. It's not rocket science. But you can't just sit there, and this is what they do: is look at all the things that I don't like about Donald Trump, and we will we will state those as fact, even though you're just continuing to. You're you're saying the quiet part out loud. It's like you're throwing the, you're throwing the kitchen sink at him. You've been throwing the kitchen sink at him since he came down the escalators all the way back in 2015. And you guys are you're 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 fueling your your you know your your audience, your base or whatever, who continue to chase this dragon. Like, I mean, there are people out there who still think like, oh, we're we're gonna get him this time. You guys, you shut down his business. You you give his 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 supporters years in jail it's all painfully obvious and and 
to your point, no, there's absolutely no substance. She's not going to, and this trickles down through everybody, right? Again, there's nobody is going to back up any of these policy points. Nobody is going to back up any of these agendas, any of these talking points. They're only going to say, obey. They're not going to explain to you why you should. They're not going to explain why they're good. They're not going to explain why it makes sense, why it's going to help people. You might have a couple of weirdo Krasenstein types who are going to jump through, jump through flaming rings and do all these mental (laughs) gymnastics and twist themselves into a pretzel to try to convince you that it makes sense. But it obviously doesn't. And their whole thing is just obey. Put your mask back on. That is obviously a... Um, a tale for how much control they have, right? Like we're going to, oh, mask, two masks, no mask, three masks, whatever. That's letting them know how how much control they still have. And they, they, they're going to, they're going to mask it with everything. We're going to mask it with race. We're going to mask it with gender, but it all just means obey. And to bring it full circle, we know this by now, the foundation of that is the trans transformer agenda, right? Because, as soon as you get them to believe that, everything else will be blindly obeyed. Do you think for one second they're going to say, okay, yeah, a man can be a woman, and then and then they're going to question uh, somebody doing blow at the White House? No, that's easy. It's all easy after that. So this woman, she's going she's gonna to scream her little eyes out, and she's going to go viral for a couple of weeks. Here we are talking about it. So she wins this round, but it's all complete surface level nonsense at its very best at its worst it's completely manipulative evil well i don't think she wins if we're calling her stupid which i will go ahead and say i am because it reveals the exact nature which the indictment she gets to mention them and then you still got me i'm getting an interruption thing here you were frozen for a little bit but you're back now it shows the exact reason why they do the indictment. She can mention all of them. And then on the other side, they say nothing about Joe Biden is real. Every, believe everything about Trump, even though there's no charges. We have the power to bring the charges, but nothing that Joe Biden does is wrong. He's nice. Yes. Violate and, and, civil rights. 23 no, get, counts we, related to forgery or we, we need to it's hear her, her voice talk is, about is, Joe Biden, though statements eight counts related to soliciting and i could go on because he's got 91 counts pending right now but i will tell you what the president has been guilty of he has unfortunately been guilty of loving his child unconditionally and that is the only evidence that they have brought forward and honestly Mm. i hope and pray that my parents love me half as much as he loves his child until they find some evidence we need to get back to the people's work which means keeping this government open so so tell you how bad trump is for, first of all, she wants to talk about unconditional love, which we know is a facade because as soon as they get the opportunity, they're going to tell you that maybe you should bend the kid, right? You should get rid of that baby. I mean, if you're up in Canada, they're going to just tell you to kill yourself, right? You got a headache? You ever yes. thought about suicide? You know that that meme. And then lastly here, because this is absolutely triggering watching this woman, you know, parade around neck roll and stuff like doing all of the stereotypes clearly pandering trying to go viral to get her claws into the cardi b crowd right like that's all this is is to get somebody to say yes queen and and these people are for us which they're continuing they're they're slowly losing that market as well right like they're they're losing everybody so they're trying to get a hold of the last little bit of people that they had control of they're trying to maintain that goal um maintain that 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 hold that they have on that crowd of people um by by doing all of this weirdo stereotypical stuff, but then then you 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 rewind back to Cardi B complaining about you know voting for Bern, or or supporting Bernie Sanders and, and taxes and all this stuff. None of it makes any sense. But they want even even such a small population, right? Like if we talk about percentages, you know, the thirteen percent crowd, half of which are women. Those are the people that this woman is targeting. Which no matter how you slice it, is still not enough to maintain control, unless of course. You cheat. Here's the list that I came up with after watching this clip for the first time because, oh my God, 91 Trump indictments. There's zero things about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden that have been brought to light. He just loves him. So they have the phone calls where he says, I, my f- father's in the car right now with me right now. Are you sure that's what you mean? 
They had secret dinners with people from Kazakhstan, from Ukraine, from all these countries, Ukraine specifically, people from Burisma, okay, the company in which he was Hunter Biden was employed. The prosecutor they fired for investigating Hunter. The classified documents that they found in Chinatown, in the library at the university, in his garage with the car. Let's not forget the laptop and everything on there, which includes emails from Air Force Two, which he was inexplicably on trips with his father on Air Force Two, going out the back entrance, not being seen until he was in the uh, presidential limousine, going to other countries while he's with them. The wire transfer. Hunter Biden gets a $130,000 wire transfer to spend on a car the very next day. The IRS whistleblowers who say that his file is treated differently because he's the president's son. The recorded calls with a Chinese businessman. The shell companies, which of course is all lies and conjecture. I can't prove anything, Your Honor, in a court of law. But when somebody comes on the air, Eric, and says XYZ about Trump, but Hunter, like, how more telling can it be? And you only have to hope that people who watch this who might not like Trump say, oh, well, that is that true? Is Trump guilty of all these things? But Hunter and Joe Biden have done zero things. There are people who believe this. They're called crazy people. Yeah, but that's why it all stems. It all revolves around brainwashing. That's why because because look, you you're you can't argue logic in an illogical argument. Right. So that's why it just has to be tribal brainwashing. Like, just know <laughs> that if you question any of this, you're you're going to be shunned. And And look, again, on the plus side, there's an, I don't think I, I can't show enough. I I wish I could talk to everybody in the country, obviously, but in the middle, in most of Texas, I mean, South Dakota, Alabama, Louisiana, like California, okay, is the most populous state in the country, I believe, right? I believe California is the most populous state. So there's a lot riding on it. And that's why it's so, it all hinges on brainwashing. And that's why even the the local news, I, I can't state enough how triggering it is to hear what we are supposed to call news in the San Francisco Bay Area literally just be so, I mean, they talk about it as though there is just no other option. There's never, there's never a conversation about like this side, that side. It's literally just climate change is affecting and they, they just say it as a state effect. So that's what it is. It's decades of brainwashing. Um, and, some people snap out of it. Some people get their heels dug in too deep. And they I do think that a lot of people, older people specifically, know the truth, but it's just it's a pride factor. They're like, I can't I can't, I I would be so embarrassed to admit wrongdoing now because I've been in I, I've gone so deep over the last 20 years that I can't just back out now. It's just like you got to keep going because it's too embarrassing. Patreon.com is where we pay our bills, Eric. Patreon.com slash UOPod is where you get the bonus podcast if you want to get some sponsorship reads going for us after this. Help us become Joe Rogan. Help us become the Raptors superfan who we can't explain how he's afforded front row seats to the Toronto Raptors for the past 30 years. Or you can be an unauthorized person. These are Canadian prices, so they are you're going to log in to Patreon. You're going to sign up, and you're going to be like, wow. My American dollar gets me so much further because of crappy Canadian dollars. So that's like six or seven dollars US. You get a bonus podcast every single week. Look how happy Eric looks on that because he's not censored by YouTube where we have to, you know, wait until we can talk with the Transformers later in the show. And also you don't have to wait on Getter's crappy streaming service that is not working today because they have got three different streaming services on their platform and no one knows what to use. Eric. So patreon.com slash UOPod is where you'll get the bonus podcast. I've also posted previous stuff there more than a week ahead of when it gets released publicly with extra bonus footage. This video right here where I went to Oshawa, Ontario, Canada, saw piles of poop, got yelled at by a guy at the beach, and so forth and so on. Eric, we got a message from a new sponsor? Yeah, so we got, we are, we're thankful for uh, Dubby energy w d u b b y dot g g dot com you can use my code oh look looks like the uh 
camera's doing a little something weird on that. You can use my code ERICB and you will get 10% off. We're working with them. We're thankful. And you're going to hear more, more from them later. Obviously, yeah, there you go. Nice. Go ahead, check it out. Jitterless energy drink. Replace your coffee. Replace your, your monster. Replace your prime. Replace all that with this mix at home energy drink. And of course, bring it back. Bring it back. To you? To yep. me. Yep. New York City 2020. Um, I, I think as time goes on, I need to I need to promote this a little bit more. Because the further away we get from this monumental year, the crazier it looks. So go ahead and buy that. It's on deep discounts on Amazon right now. I have no control over the price, but you can get it for only a couple bucks and have a conversation piece at your coffee table. If you guys aren't familiar with the human rights campaign, it is a lie of a thing. (laughs) It's one of those classic things where they say they're about something. So how can you be wrong? How can you dislike human rights? What it actually is, is transing your kids. We're going to see the very creepy. Before we get into this. Ad. Yeah. Um, the Human Rights Campaign, the American Civil Liberties Union, the um, uh, Council on Foreign Affairs. These are all machine. I mean, these are these are the pistons, right? These are the these are the people that are, behind, I believe, to be behind a lot of the policy, like the. I don't know, you can call it lobbying, you can call it whatever you want, but these are the people that are behind some of the most sinister agenda pushes in the world. Well, what I want people to think about is, if this person started to try to sell you something, would you believe them? Would you think that they're a reasonable person if this person came up to you in the street? To set the record straight on what gender-affirming care is and what gender-affirming care is not. Gender-affirming care is age-appropriate care that is medically necessary for the well-being of many trans... Medically necessary? Yeah, medically necessary and age-appropriate. So these are things that you have to say, right? Like, if if somebody has... But if you have to tell somebody, this is is age-appropriate and it is medically necessary, is it, though, right? Like... Is it well, or are you just life and death thing, Eric? What is medically what is necessary about and Joe Rogan made this point recently. What is necessary about pumping them full of hormones and doing surgeries on them? Why can't you just let them if you're saying that who they are on the inside is most important, then why can't you just let them be that you have exactly. to then destroy their body to match the fantasy in your head? Yes, Can you do that in... about anything else? Can I be? South Park did this, the dolphin episode where Stan's dad turns into a dolphin. If I believe I'm a professional wrestler, should I get those synthol shots in my bicep, Eric, and get ab implants like hot actor Elliot Page? And yeah. if I don't get those and I don't get those paid for for me, are you now guilty of co- making me commit suicide or damaging my mental health? Yeah, I mean, it gets darker gender and non-binary people who experience symptoms of gender dysphoria. Gender dysphoria <laughs> is distress that results from having one's gender identity not match one's sex assigned at birth. Every major medical <laughs> and mental health organization says that it is medically necessary to support people in affirming their gender identity. It's medically necessary to give people emotional support and agree with we, what they do. Think what, about what that statement. What this person just says, we have hijacked every major medical institution. <laughs> That's what this person is saying. We have we have hijacked them and, and put the squeeze to them. We have put the screws to them enough to where they now agree that it makes sense to mutilate your body and eat a bunch of drugs for the rest of your life. This woman was taken off the set of a 90s sitcom playing the geeky neighbor to come and tell you how smart she is and how you need to perform surgeries on your child. <laughs> Move over Kimmy Gibbler from full. It's, a, it's, a, it's age appropriate as they, they say. That's more than 1.3 million doctors in the United States, including the American medical association and the American Academy of pediatrics. You should know that transition related or gender affirming care looks different for every transgender mm. and non-binary person. Gender transition is a personal <laughs> process that can include changing clothes, names, and pronouns to fit a person's gender identity. 
Some people take medication and some Is that not. Depot? So this is R.I.P. Debo, bro. He's coming to take your bike if you don't trans your kid. <laughs> they're, wait, they're going to get to Some it. Adults, they're going to they're gonna get to get... they're going to get to the best part. Keep going. Adults have surgeries and others do not. Oh, how someone transitions is entirely their choice to be made with their family and their doctor. All gender affirming care is age appropriate, medically mm. necessary supported by all major medical associations, <laughs> and in many cases, life-saving. There it is. I would not be a trans adult if I didn't have the support as a trans kid. Eric, in what other world would you be able to get away with saying, you have to do it, it's the best thing to do, and everybody agrees that you're supposed to do it? Imagine doing that. Imagine we're talking about steroids, which in many cases this is. We're talking about hormones. Imagine you were a guy... Do you remember those trials or the congressional hearings with Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds and Raphael yeah. Palmero for the baseball Vaguely. players on steroids? Well, they they brought them out to ask them about steroids. Imagine a guy came out there, a person who's done it, which obviously these people have hormonified themselves. Imagine Mark McGuire came, came out there and was like, you know, steroids are good for you. Every doctor says you should do it and everybody needs to do it. And, and you're you going to die if you don't. Exactly. And if you don't, every baseball player is going to kill themselves. Well, you would say, well, that sounds insane, Mark McGuire. You're just talking about hitting home runs. And that sounds insane for baseball. But we're talking about people's <laughs> children here. This is My what God. they do. This is what they do. So as soon as you question any of their agendas or narratives, it's just they slowly, oh, obey or I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm yeah. going to do it. But also guns. I'm are gonna bad. do it if you. It, if this you... really contradicts the other statements of it's never happening to kids. This stuff is never being done with kids. Um, the process is so long that it's ne that's the slippery slope. Up here is a, it's never been done to kids. Down here is the process is so long you can't just walk in and get it. Then it's yeah, kids are getting it. Uh, but you know you need met you need to talk to your doctor. They do um puberty blockers which are reversals and then we're all the way down to now kids are getting in and if you don't they're going to kill themselves yeah. all the way up from denial to accept it or die it's like a p diddy campaign trans or die yeah i mean Come this on. is and this is it these are the people right so this is the for lack of a better term the grooming into just believe what we say we're going to just keep i mean they're just blatantly lying to you. Oh, every medical, I mean, all the things you just said, th those are all just blatant lies. They are in a very, very, very slim minority. Anybody with an IQ higher than their shoe size will be able to tell you that this doesn't make sense. It is only mm -hmm. people who are, have been completely controlled. Nope. Think about a normal kid. Do you remember that video went viral a couple of weeks ago of the kid the little boy who his dad says, here's $10,000 or here's an Oreo. And he takes the yeah. Oreo. It's it's like anybody. So that's uh, okay. We can, you know, nod to the father who's properly provided for his kid and, and kept adult things out of his way. Do you think that little boy, it, I mean, it, it's, it takes a certain amount of outside influence. That little boy is not going to the same kid who picks an Oreo over $10,000 is not going to just on his own think that he's a little girl. That has to happen from the outside. And, and this is what they're doing. And hopefully, if they have their way, they will beat you into submission, sometimes literally. And, and, and I want to bring this into, to tie this, boom, full circle to the beginning of the show. This is what they're doing when you go to San Francisco and you see the, and I got, I, I'm working on, I might have some videos from San Francisco it's very difficult to talk to people because they they short circuit. They they're the, on the heroin hunch. Well, yeah, yes. Yeah. So there are. I mean, I have an idea. If I was just going to go around with a with a box of cigarettes and see who would talk for a cigarette or two, but anyway, Mullen theory is that what he does? I didn't. I, well, he does it with beer and the homeless. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, that's so. But there's that, and then there's also quote unquote normal people, but they know. It, they're so embarrassed. They know deep down inside that they can't even fielding one question will make them look like an evil right winger. Just talking 
about one simple subject. <laughs> and it doesn't even it doesn't even have to be as deep as, you know, transing the kids or or, you know, are you going to vote for a Republican mayor? It doesn't even have to be that deep. It could literally be something as simple as like, um, uh, how do you think we could fix all the car break ins? And then like we had that uh, that issue on one of our posts where the guy's like, oh, just don't leave your backpack. Don't how dare you have a problem with crime? Yeah, how dare you have a problem with this? And, and here's a, I'll again, maybe I'm rolling too many things together, but when I was hanging out, when I first got back to California, and I was hanging out with some old friends of mine, and I do, I truly was like, yo, I'm trying to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I'm mm-hmm. I'm eyeball deep in news. I know the news is fake, so maybe it's hyperbolic. Maybe it's not as bad as maybe it's not as bad as um the news is making it seem. And they looked at me, and these are these are default libtards. These are kind of you know they're they're not retarded but they're not like you you know they're they're not short-circuiting they're not like oh you're an evil person but they're like they don't see it they can't connect the dots anyways um they're like i'm like i hope it's not as bad as the news is making it seem and they look at each other and they look at me and they're like no it's, it's pretty bad like my and then they have they they rattle off stories of their friends who have had their cars broken into in the past two weeks Eric, why don't they move? Because they're mildly retarded, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a good question. If I was in America and could choose anywhere to live, you know what I'm saying? You do this. You've done this all the time where you've just picked up and left. Nobody knows how you do it. But even just move to a less insane Californian city. Yeah. Yeah. Like I complain housing prices, you know, cost of living, everything I could. I don't have to deal with people breaking into my car here. Like, I don't have to deal with, you know, blue haired people yelling at me in the streets. There are problems here. If, if I was not, if I couldn't park somewhere without fear of like, and 50% chance of my car breaking into, I would just get up and leave to a different area in my province. And think about the victim blaming though. Think about there's certain situations there's certain situations where you are supposed to blindly believe somebody and mm-hmm. and if you don't you will be called victim blaming or victim shaming and when we do that in this situation it's fine oh no you you left a penny in the cup holder you left your iphone charger in the car that's your fault it it's all absolutely ridiculous and uh, and and it's incredibly malicious like there there's there's no look we used to be the, the problem i think traditionally if we were lucky would be insider trading skimming uh, you know (laughs) embezzling taxes you know spending taxpayer funds on fancy dinners that would be real american stuff real american stuff this is malicious destruction they're flooding the streets with dope narcan illegals destroying entire cities thousands of people at a time for their own benefit and there is no coming back. There's look, all we can do right now is hope, knock on wood to keep this cancer from spreading because it's it's not you don't put toothpaste back in the tube. This is it's over. Thoughts and prayers. Let's leave on the fat activist du jour cuz this is insane and ridiculous. If you guys recall, there's the Dove partner um who for some reason Dove hired a woman who can't even reach the parts of her body that you would use soap on and there's a big backlash about this because she's morbidly obese you guys want to see a hot pic of her here it is trying out for 600 pound life yes i mean yes it's disgusting take whatever side you will on that but her co- it wasn't enough um you got this ad campaign for doing absolutely nothing from dove you're the size of a whale here in the orca tank at sea world and you get rewarded for that does. She does look like the poop emoji, even more so than Lizzo. (laughs) So you've gotten all that, but people were mean to you on the internet, which was predictable, which is part of the plan because the people who are doing this, in my theory, hate this woman uh, and they actually want to eliminate her from society. So they expose her to massive, massive global scale ridicule in hopes that these people will no longer show themselves in society. That's uh, a working theory of mine. So it's not enough that she got paid for this campaign. She now needs money because she's in trouble because it's life or death, Eric, because everything else. And look at the title here on GoFundMe, which has raised $11,000. 
help keep young Charlottesville activists safe. So what you'll see is they've thrown everything at the wall. And, you know, I think it's a good sign that this person's only gotten $11,000 because I think in 2018, you'd have had obese black activists in Charlottesville all in the same sentence. You're getting 200 grand minimum. My name is Eric, and I'm fundraising to support my cousin, Ziana Bryant, who's a Gen Z activist and advocate from Charlottesville, which is when 2017 she showed up at 12 years old. Somebody allowed their 12 year old to show up at a communist v. neo-Nazi protest where somebody died even though it wasn't as big of a deal as everybody says, communist V protest, nobody likes either, either side, and you let your 12-year-old go to that. And, you know, she probably was there staring, being like, what is going on? And somebody brought her there to teach her how to be an activist. Taking credit for a Robert E. Lee statue taken down. And they say, sadly, in today's national climate, with so many angry, violent, and unpredictable people, being a visible, mm-hmm. outspoken advocate and activist comes with significant risks. This is not the reason why they don't like it, Eric. They don't like it because a gigantic corporation called Dove is telling you that it's healthy and cool to be 600-pound life, 90-day fiancé, married-at-first-sight lady on TLC, essentially. And they're saying this is the greatest thing in the world. Ziana has been receiving hate mail and threats for years. Doubt it. And recently they have become worse. Ziana is currently a graduate student. But, but, we but want to hate ensure that she's her- able... That would be a mean comment. Like if you That's were to right. comment, like if you were to comment three poop emojis on one of her Instagram posts, that <laughs> would constitute that would constitute um, hate mail for these people. And, and this is what they're doing, though, right? Like just really quickly, they want you to believe that this is beautiful. And, and look, there's a market for everything. Some people probably absolutely love this. I don't, and you're trying to force it on me, just like they want to force you to to. Well, if you don't date a trans woman, then you're you, you know what you you get it. They're pulling reality. They're rug pulling reality at every possible turn. And, and you know, some people long to go back to the days of a hot, you know, brunette shampooing. Or I guess this is soap. But you know, where where it could be an old person, it could be a young person, it could just be anyone who's not trying to shove a message down no, your throat. No, no, I I did, go back, put smoking hot women in ads. Let's just do that. Put. You can make them black, you can make them white, you can make them Latino, you can make an Asian, make them Asian, you can make, there are beautiful women of all races, I'm not here to claim anyone is better than the other, but you could find somebody quite obviously hotter than this woman who obviously looks like the poop emoji. I mean, you're going out of your way to pretend, you're going out of your way to, to exactly manipulate reality when you could just put, you could put a, you could there's a lot of people that you could put in before this woman who is obviously unhealthy, bro. I mean, well, come you on. know, you know how when people say that they're willing to give up like their data because on Amazon or wherever it might be, because they like the fact that things are marketed towards what they actually want, as opposed to getting, you know, a Pampers ad on TBS, you're going to get, you know, what is Andrew like video games and pit vipers. And adhe- Uh, put towards me because that's what i like when people say that it kind of rings in conjunction with this where it's just like just try to sell me your product bro why does a soap company need to have a message other than it gets you clean why does taco bell need to have lesbians doing a seance instead of just saying and convincing me that i won't get diarrhea why won't you know, why won't all these companies, why doesn't Ford just sell me a truck that goes far instead of being like, let's force this electric vehicle down your throat that the uh, CEO of the company won't even drive? Who are these people in these companies, these Bud Lights and everything? They're just saying to hell with. And you see it on Shark Tank to hell with selling me my product. Millennials need to be sold a story. And I don't think that's ever been true. I think that's what they convinced themselves was true so that they could have an excuse to push what they want. The girl who works at Dove, and it was a woman who came up with this, I guarantee you, who said, how do we sell this Dove to people? Well, they said, well, you know what's really in right now? Body body positivity and black activism. No, no, I I doubt it. I doubt it. They just don't... The Money is not the bottom line anymore. They have That's enough money. That's what I'm saying have... is this is an excuse to push her thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they answer to a different. The, the, they don't they don't answer to the shareholders. They don't answer to the bottom line. They have plenty of money. So now they're trying to appease somebody else. 
and I don't know who it is. Well, who's Dove? Procter and Gamble, I'm guessing, or something yeah, like I that. I think so. Yeah, sounds about right. Wow. Milton Bradley. Milton Bradley's behind everything. Disney board I don't game know. company. Uopod.com will take you to subscribe to us on all platforms. Twitter. I think we might be done with Getter, Eric. It's so complicated. You can't even upload the data for the podcast before it's live. Twitch, we still love. Twitter, X. X going to give it to you. YouTube, and of course, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. We still love you all there. Patreon.com slash Uopod. Get it while it's hot. I'm blind. I've just been seeing blue light all day. Eric, final thoughts? Buy my book, New York City 2020. And I think, um, real last thought here. Unfortunately, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be getting a little bit more California content before um, I figure out where I'm going to escape to. But right now, this needs to be it needs to be known that this is actually worse than most people think. This is me eting you to phone home. California. Eric, phone home. Watched a good movie last night. It was Willem Dafoe trapped inside of a an apartment. He's insane. Go ahead and watch it. It's on Amazon Prime after you listen to this on Amazon Podcasts. Turn it up, Jordan.